You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go. It is episode number 47 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Homestand finale edition, trade deadline edition of the Rosie Report. A lot going on here in the last 24 hours, so we'll get right to it. A little bit later on, we will hear the complete conversation with Chris Antonetti and uh, the assembled media over Zoom last night announcing a trade. Will it be the first of many or the first of a few or the only trade leading into the trade deadline as the Guardians parted ways with Ahmed Rosario sending the veteran shortstop to the Dodgers in exchange for veteran starting pitcher Noah Syndergaard. More on that a little bit later on in our show. But first, a look back at the ball game yesterday at Progressive Field, an 8-3 win for the Guardians to wrap up the homestand over the Royals. Jose Ramirez with a pair of home runs, now at 16 on the season. David Fry hit his fourth home run, and after the game he talked about how thankful he is for a great opportunity to play more and the impact it's had on his game. Yeah, I mean it's it's been nice to to be able to play more and more as we've gone along, and uh, just trying to put in the work with the coaches to be prepared for each game. And luckily, we've we've seen some results. What did you see from Gavin? You know, yeah, his really his fastball was was doing really well, and I mean huge huge by him in the first inning. We got bases loaded, and he gets out of there with a zero, and all of a sudden Jose hits a two run homer, and uh, we're we're going. So that was big time by him. And then he started cruising after that, and he, he was putting guys away see Jose come up there and hit two home runs, but then, uh, you know, the, the next bat, it's the cue shot down. Is there, is there anything he can't do with a bat this year? No. I, everything he does, we just kind of expect at this point. Uh, he, he goes 0 for 1, or it's like he's probably going to get three hits his next three at-bats. He's he's pretty pretty impressive. We've asked you guys a couple of times over the last month about getting back up to 500 when you guys have gotten there. Maybe at this point in the season, how do you guys feel confidence-wise of where your record stands and then how you can build on this understand how successful it was moving forward? Yeah, I mean, obviously our division's uh, very winnable, and so we're, we're just trying to maintain and uh, keep climbing up the leaderboard. But, I mean, we feel super confident with, with our pitching that we have a chance every single day to win. And uh, with those guys, we just need to put up a few runs and get them some help, and we have a good chance to win. Also, after the game, Terry Francona weighed in, talking about the starting pitcher, Gavin Williams, who went four scoreless innings but had an elevated pitch count. One, I think the blister part that we had some concerns about, I think he managed that pretty well. Um, boy, I thought they had a lot of foul balls today, like a lot, and that drove the pitch count up. I mean, first inning, got first two hitters out. All of a sudden, you're looking up, and he's about 30-something pitches. But he got out of it, and he competed, and they didn't score. Now, like I kind of was talking about the other day with Bybee and Logan, with repetition and experience, you'll see quicker innings because the stuff is there. Just still learning. I know you've been dealing with it all season, but how how patient do you have to be in, in that situation just to, you know, get, you know, get the most you can out of, uh, you know, Gavin, but not too much. 
Well, that's the, that's the idea. Like I even told him, I thought he could have gone back out and got him out, but it's a lot of, I think it was 87 after four innings. That's, that's a big, you know, you start go to me, that's a lot harder than somebody's going six innings. And, you know, like, I mean, there was traffic the entire game. It wasn't just when he was pitching. It was everybody. They had runners on every inning. So that's Tito talking about the win yesterday over the Royals and then a lot of activity later on in the day on the trade front as the Guardians sent Ahmed Rosario to the Dodgers in exchange for veteran starting pitcher Noah Syndergaard, who was 1-4 with an ERA up over 7 in his starts with the Dodgers this season, has been battling a blister issue. He's been on the injured list. Last year, though, with uh, the Angels and Phillies, put together a, a decent campaign, did Syndergaard, as he ended up being fairly durable, 25 starts, and along the way, a record of 10-10 and 10 with an ERA under 4, and that's certainly the pitcher that the Guardians are hoping that they're getting back from the Dodgers, and he can be that pitcher as soon as possible. Chris Antonetti, president of Baseball Operations, talked about the trade and first off the contributions for Ahmed Rosario to this ball club before his trade yesterday to the Dodgers. I'll talk about the rationale uh, for the trade in a minute, but I do probably want to start with immense gratitude to Ahmed uh, for the teammate and player he's been since joining the organization and the trade. He really, um, from the day he joined the organization, helped establish a tone in which the way we play the game his consistent effort, intensity on the bases, um, how much he cared about winning, the type of teammate that he was, um, had an immense impact on our team over the last few years and, um, and within our clubhouse. Beyond that, he was a great um, contributor to our community uh, and his work with the APL and other uh, efforts, but um, just have a great deal of gratitude for Ahmed and the impact he's had here. Ultimately, this trade was an opportunity for us to do a few things. Um, first and foremost, in, in bringing Noah into the organization, it adds to our major league pitching depth. Um, he is ready to rejoin uh, the major league rotation. He's made a couple of rehab starts, so we will work with him and partner with him on a plan to uh, help him join our major league rotation as we look forward. Uh, it also provides us an opportunity to um, provide some playing time to Gabby Arias and Tyler Freeman at the major league level um, and give them some more opportunities. And then lastly, it creates a, a roster spot for us to recall Oscar Gonzalez to the major leagues, who um, has done a good job in Columbus, has been especially effective against uh, left-handed pitching. And so he will rejoin our major league team tomorrow. So. That's the rationale and overview. Be happy to jump in and answer any questions. Chris, um, what exactly what's going on with the Syndergaard? I've, I've been reading about blisters and other stuff like that he's had physically. Yeah, so he had a he had a blister issue initially where he did miss some time, and then since then he's been working to uh, regain his mechanics and find a, um, you know, and be able to find some success. Uh, he's made some progress we felt in the last two rehab starts. And so our hope is that we can continue to partner with Noah um, and help him um, contribute at the major league level in the starting rotation. And then also what you mentioned about playing the two kids at short, uh, is there one that you want to kind of open with there? Um, uh, no, I think, you know, both guys will get opportunities to play. Ultimately we will, you know, defer those decisions to Tito who has, you know, obviously an extraordinary ability of finding ways to 
get the most out of team and individual players and put players in a position to succeed. So, um, you know, we'll continue to think through that. And then ultimately Tito will determine what makes the most sense. Thanks. Yep. Chris, if, if it's been a priority or, or it is a priority to see more of Freeman and Arias, any reason why I think Rosario's started like 90 of 97 games he's been healthy for any like thought to giving those guys occasional playing time prior to that? It was, it was a lot to balance. Um, I think, you know, we could, the baseline was Ahmed's been a really great contributor to our team over the course of the last couple of seasons. Um, each of the last couple of years, maybe he started off slowly and then found a way to regain his footing and really took off in the second half. I think we've seen some signs of that offensively, um, but maybe not quite to the level where it was in the past. And then, um, you know, defensively, he just wasn't able to make the progress that we were able to see him make. We continued to hope it would improve. Um, but in the end, you know, we got to the point where we felt that this made sense for us. And now is the right time to give uh, Gabby and Tyler some more opportunities. And we also wanted to be respectful to Ahmed. We, you know, we, we recognize his place on our team and as a veteran leader and, you know, um, his expectations of himself and transitioning him to a lesser role would have had an impact on him and the team. And, you know, we were very mindful about doing that. Chris, where will uh, Noah uh, continue his rehab? Um, so right now the plan is he will join the team in Chicago tomorrow. Uh, he'll throw, he'll get settled and throw a bullpen with our major league coaching staff. And then we'll determine the next steps from there. You, you need a starter for Friday. Is he, is he in line for that? Or is that too soon? I don't think that's currently on the table, Paul. I mean, Noah was set to make another rehab start tomorrow. Um, with AAA, with the Dodgers. Um, obviously, he won't be making that start. Instead, he'll throw a bullpen for us, but he could be ready to start shortly after that. Whether that's on another rehab game or joining our rotation, we'll have to work through that. But we obviously want his feedback before we make any decisions. Chris, is Noah on the injured list then? Because if, if Gar, yes. if Oscar, okay, yeah, that's trying to do it. Oscar replaces Ahmed for right now, and then you'd have to create a spot for Noah. Would that be it? Correct. Once we activate no, we'd have to create a spot for him. Okay. Let me follow up a little bit more. I know kind of, I mean, this guy was an elite prospect at one point. I was looking and it's like, I guess he had Tommy John. Mm-hmm. And it looks like after that, his, his velocity dropped when he came back, if fan graphs is right anyway. Any thoughts overall, like what's going on with him the last few years? Yeah, Terry, that's accurate. I, you know, he has not regained the stuff he had, um, you know, when he was younger. That's not our expectation in the quarter. Yeah. We're, we're working to, to build from where he currently is. And we feel that hopefully we can partner with him and have him be an effective member of our pitching staff for the balance of the season. Chris, what has Asha Gonzalez showed in the last couple of weeks, whatever, to earn this promotion? Well, most importantly, his work down in Columbus has been consistent. His effort's been good. Uh, he continued to work daily to improve all aspects of his game. Uh, he has had success down there uh, offensively, especially against left-handed pitching. And, you know, we're hopeful that that, you know, the regular playing time he had down there will benefit him as he gets another major league opportunity up here. Yeah, uh, Chris, I was wondering, too, I haven't seen a lot of Freeman at short. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, how he is defensively? He hasn't had as many reps there this year, Terry, but that's been a position that he's played a lot in the minor leagues. Um, mm -hmm. Really fundamentally sound, has made, you know, can make all the plays over there. Uh, exactly how we align our infield will, you know, take some time to work through. And again, I'll leave those decisions to Tito, but we feel like we have two good options in the middle infield with uh, both Tyler and um, Gabby complimenting Andres. Chris, Chris, all the guys in the clubhouse, you know, recognize the business of this and what a difficult move it can be to move a guy that's been as valuable as he's been with Ahmed. Do you worry how this might resonate in the clubhouse, given how close he is with Hosey and some of the other guys? Yeah, we're, we're certainly mindful of that, Tom. I think it's not just with Hosey. Ahmed universally respected from everybody in the clubhouse, whether that's Hosey, you know, our athletic training staff, our strength and condition coach, the front office, uh, teammates media. Ahmed's a, a great guy and a great teammate, so undoubtedly he'll be missed. But unfortunately, you know, or, or I think our responsibility is try to make the decisions that we think help us organizationally. And in the end, we feel that uh, this does that for a number of reasons. It certainly doesn't come without risk um, for the reasons that you mentioned, but hopefully the guys that are here can step up and, and contribute in a meaningful way to help us win. Chris, it seems uh, Arias is a uh... You know, his strong point, at least this year, has been defense. What Offensively, what do you see? You know, what what's kind of the scouting report on him? He, he's been inconsistent, Paul. It's been it's really hard to get a read of, you know, any player, especially a young player in a part-time role, uh, especially as those players are transitioning in the major league. So I don't think we'll read too much into Gabby's offensive performance yet. I think what we're hopeful is that with more consistent playing time, he can provide more consistent production. Um, I think we've seen glimpses of that in the past. If you look back and, and think about, you know, the spring training that he had when he had consistent plate appearances or some of the things he's done in the minor leagues when he played regularly, you know, he's shown he's able to be a productive major or a productive player. We're hopeful now that maybe with some more regular playing time, he can transition to being a productive offensive major league player. That's president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, talking about a, a busy day transaction-wise for the Guardians yesterday with the trade of Ahmed Rosario to the Dodgers for Noah Syndergaard and the promotion of Oscar Gonzalez from the minor leagues. It'll be an interesting day at the ballpark, to be sure, in Chicago on Thursday as the Guardians open up a new series. Oh, by the way, only two games back of the front-running Twins now in the American League's Central Division. That'll do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. As always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.